Good evening, everybody. Mizmor Pei Aleph, Posuk Zayin. That's where we start this week. Mizmor Pei Aleph being the Shir Shalyam of Yom Kamishi. Um, and it was the opening Pesukim that seemed to be the connecting link. The rest of the Mizmor, as we've said already, and we'll repeat again, has to do with Rosh Hashanah and the Tzayim Mitzrayim. Well, we start the Shir this week with Posuk Zayin. It reads, Hasirosi Misevel Shechmo, from the burden I remove his shoulder, cup of midud tavorino. Um, I let his hands pass, stay away from the kettle, from the, a large pot. So, um, uh, on the face of it, the duck learns, and I'm lawyers, that the Meshoah is, number one, speaking in the name of HaKadosh Baruch. When he says, Hasirosi, I removed that HaKadosh Baruch removed. Removed us, Misevo Shechmai, the, our shoulders from the uh, from the hard burdens, the burdens of the time. Cup of midut and he let our, his hands stay away from the kettle. We'll see what that means as we go along. As we've said, the two major themes of the Mizmah are Rosh Hashanah, blowing the shofar, Yom Hadin, and the cessation of labor in Mitzrayim, the Bnei Yisrael were given freedom of servitude in Egypt on Rosh Hashanah, and also, subsequently, Yitzhak Mitzrayim, as well as we learned in the last part of the Kaddish Baruch passed over Mitzrayim and, uh, for Yitzhak Mitzrayim. So this is how the Mephoshim learn our Pasuk. The Mitzvah David writes, Hasirosi, Ki Omar Razal Rosh Hashanah, Botlo HaAvoidu Ma'avaysenu Mitzrayim, as we just learned, it was our Rosh Hashanah that HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought a cessation of the hard work from Egypt. And that's what it means in the Potter, HaTiloisim Yisrael HaShikhmeh. Rashi explains that the labor of the Potter, of which the Potter speaks, is Ma'avodas Avdus Lavashel Kederos Keder Shah Avodim. It was their job to cook Medud from a kettle, from a pot, Kedero is a pot. They actually, in Mitzrayim, had jobs to cook as well. So that avoid that's, that's intimated in the posuk of Kapov Midud Tavoino, that they they let their hands pass their way from having to cook in the kettles in the, in the, the large pots of the Egyptians. Uh, the Dark puts it, puts both those ideas together as follows. Number one, Dive Hakelis Barach, as we said, and we show this talking to Shem Hashem. These are the words of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. on this day which is Yom Kessel, Yom Chagenu, Rosh Hashanah, Tishvi. But Yom Hazel, this day, Hasirosi Mesevel Shechmo, Shilod Nishtabdu Od, they were not enslaved anymore, or a Pichach, and therefore, Somzer HaChoik, a Kodesh Park who put together the, the, the Chok, Shuhu Tikiah Shoifa, which is Tikiah Shoifa, Lizko Yom Zer, to remind us and remember that day, to remind us and to remember the day in the past. Upirish Shechmai, their shoulders, showing noisim levenim because they carried bricks. So that's the avoda that of Shechmai, myself of Shechmai, they carried large quantities of bricks around. Cup of medut havoino, became avul cup of ma'azsois hadudim for making the pots. The hemakadevus, those are the cooking pots. Kiloha oisim halevenim levad. They didn't only create bricks out of the out of the mud of the Nazareth, they did everything that was to do with clay. And clay, they made clay vessels as well. So not like Rashi learned that they cooked in the pots, but the duck learns they actually 
made pots as well. Now, of all the Haggadahs I've ever learned, I've never actually learned that about it, the Avdus and Matrayim, that they were, they not only made bricks, but they also were potters. They're also potters. They've never come across that. There's a duck. That's where it's made from straw. Yeah, yeah, obviously it's earthenware and, and possibly, yeah. So, uh, that's, um, uh, uh, Ibn Ezra also describes the Avoidah, the Ibn Ezra not also, interestingly, the Ibn Ezra describes the Avoidah as Ma'asos HaChemah V'Halaveinim or Anosuan V'Dud. They put the cement into large pots and carried the pots. So he's, he's brought, joins the post parts of the pots together rather than two separate things of carrying heavy weights and something to do with either making the pots or carrying the pots. And they carried the cement in the pots. There is a very, very interesting remez brought by the Mephoshim that the Roshi Tevos of the words Hatsiresi Misevel Shichmo are Hey Mem Shien, which spell Moshe, and also the Sofi Tevos of the Hatsiresi Misevel Shichmo are Yud Lamad Vav, which spell Levi, which in its simplest form of a remez is that Moshe and Shevet Levi were not included in the Shivud. Hatsiresi Misevel Shichmo they were never there to start with. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that was a very sweet remez. Rav Hirsch breaks the Posuk into two distinct messages. Firstly, I quote, it was within God's power to grant us physical freedom and to rid our shoulder of the burden. And he did so. That was within Hashem's power. And he put an end to the avoda on that day, and we stopped doing the physical labors for Mitzrayim, whatever those physical labors were, as we've just explained. But secondly, however, our moral and spiritual liberation from the power of lust can be brought about only by our own actions. And this is what God actually expects us to accomplish. Israel should never again say, we remember the fish we ate in Mitzrayim, or from the posting of Amidbush, Shifteinu al Habosa, when we sat next to the pots of meat. Flesh pots, yeah. Um, so, two parts. The first part, physical labor, the, the, the spiritual um, enslavement that we are to the Yetzirah, that we have to do ourselves. What I found fascinating, it's very interesting. Um, I don't know whether you'll find it as fascinating as I do, but I find it as a, I quote from, from a med, uh, a, a, one of the Mephoshim called Rabavon ben Ramoich. Rabavon ben lived at the south of the door of the Rishonim at the time of the Balasef or Iklim, of Yosef Albo. So he lived wherever that was years ago. And the Ksav Yad of his Pirush on Tehillim was only first printed in Toshiel Samartes. There, there are three manuscripts, one of them was in Oxford, other two, and one was in Rome. It's highly, highly unlikely that Rav Hirsch saw this pillage. Very, very unlikely. Listen to this, though. And just as I removed you from backbreaking labor came simply gazarity or love I um, goes upon you cup of hagashmias stay away from tavo stay away from gashmias that you're used to 
Kmoshinem as it says, Bishiftenu Asir Habosa. And it finishes off, This is what is in fact is desirable for the human mankind, Hamanukha Mahayagiris Hayasela, to have rest from overburdensome work, the Harachokas Mahatavo, and staying away from lust. It's interesting, Mamish knew enough exactly what Rav Hirsch says. And I was very fascinated by that because there's really no way that Rav Hirsch saw that privilege. I don't know very much about him. And then he lived in, he, he was part of a Vikuach with a Bala Ikram against. Um, which when about in history are talking? Yeah. When? When was it? Um, About 1200. 1200. Yeah. I'll bring it in. I'll look again. I'm talking from memory of the Hagdoma. Uh, when I read it the first time. Anyway, so, so we go on to Posuk Chai. Okay? So it's here. But sorrow, in distress, Karoso, I called out to you, Akadosh Baruch Well, you called out, Akadosh Baruch as well. So Akadosh Baruch Hu is speaking. But sorrow, Karoso, you, Karoso, called out to me, Vachaltecho, and I released you from your troubles. I answered you from secrecy with a thunderous answer. Um, uh, the art scroll translates it, I answered you with thunder when you hid. We'll see the Besesa means privately, quietly, when you called out quietly. I tested you at the Meima River, Selah. Okay, so that's the Pothuk. Rashi explains, it's, it's correct to do the Rashi, Rashi explains very clearly and simply, but Sorah Karasa, you called out when you were in distress, Li, to me. Kulchem Karasem, Mitzoros Avodas, Sivlos Mitzvahim. You all called out because of the troubles, of the servitude, of the back-breaking labor of Egypt. And I released you from that. You called out to me quietly, in secret, between yourselves. I answered you with thunderous voice. I made known my strength and my wonders Publicly, even though Shagalu it was revealed, Uvochoin and tested, before me, Sha'atemasidim, the Hamaroisi Bemei Meriva, you will rebel against me at the waters of Meriva, Kachshne Machilta, that's what it says in Chazal. So that's Chazal's bill. Although it doesn't say it here, obviously it means that the B'nai Yisrael were not able to call out to HaKadosh Baruch publicly and loudly, as we know, because by Yitzhak HaRashem, they only were able to call out loud when they cried for, ostensibly, for the death of Paro, then they called out loud, but they were calling out because of the Avoid Kosher. So it was the Seisa, it was a secret between themselves and HaKadosh Baruch and yet HaKadosh Baruch answers them with thumbless voice. The Reduk adds, the Yesh Mephoshim, I hid you from the from the thunder that I, that I smote Egypt with. In other words, you were hidden, you were saved from the the 
Gevurus with Nerois before Hesse that Kodesh Baruch showed. The Ma'amlois brings, I, I found a very, very fascinating interpretation from Rabbi Shmuel Laniado, and in order to understand it properly, I've just um, taken a few notes from um, Encyclopedia. When a lightning bolt travels from the cloud to the ground, it actually opens up a little hole in the air called the channel. Once then light is gone, the air collapses back in and creates a sound wave that we hear as thunder. The reason we see lightning before we hear thunder is because light travels faster than sound. In nature, a lightning flash and the associated thunder occur almost at the same time in a thunderstorm. A person on the ground sees the lightning flash before hearing the thunder because light, at a speed of around 300 million meters per second, travels much faster than sound, which moves at only 340 meters per second. Right, okay, but basically they happen at both at the same time. Nafkamina is, we see the lightning and then hear the thunder. And that is exactly what happens to us when we are Batsalus. We call out to our Kodesh Baruch and the Yeshua comes, we call out to our Kodesh Baruch and the Yeshua comes. It's only when we sit and we actually are relaxed and, 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 and catch our breath that we actually recognize and realize that it was HaKadosh Baruch who answered us. We often feel that we'd be saved from something. It's not Baruch Hashem. Oh, wow, that was wonderful, phenomenal. It was great. And, you know, uh, you know it's, and, and, and it would be, we would have it. And, uh, it's not. When we sit down and say, well, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, was taking over um, this plateau to, to my colleague in school of Sean Elang. He said, it's like a person in a who, who who loses his job. He's in the depths of despair. All of a sudden, somebody picks up the phone. I hear you're, you know, um, you're looking for a job. How about coming and working for me? And he gives them a better job, better pay, better rate. When we sit back and we sit at the desk and we've got a new job and you know everything's going fine, wow, the body is showing this kind. So Rav Shmuel Aniada, that's what happened here. I answered you with the thunderous voice. Initially, the saviour that happened, the saving that happened in Mitzrayim was not noticeably from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Moshe Rabbeinu came along and they were, they were, well, we learned, we learned Sukkim, they, they, they were unable to listen to Moshe Rabbeinu, Kosha, all of a sudden you know, they sit back and recognize, they hear the thunder, although they happen almost immediately together, the lightning most probably a little bit before the thunder, in other words, the saving of the people has already happened, Nonetheless, it's only Baram afterwards when we actually take a breath and listen carefully. We see our Kodesh Bogles. Somebody added the, the following interesting uh, um, uh, aside that the closer we are to a storm, the closer the time Please. between uh, the closer we are to Hashem, the closer we are to seeing our Kodesh Bogle immediately as well. Mm-hmm. So it depends, depends a little bit on that distance. I thought it was a very lovely, very lovely Hosafa. But it's a nice thought. Anyway. Um Shmuel David Volkin. That's why I held my hands up. That's the name of the person. Oh, maybe Gula Elam. I don't know who it is. Um Shmuel David Volkin put says a beautiful um a sort of a Jewish a Musa type vote. The Gemara said it, it, it's a it's a Gemara in Chulim Pei Tesh on Aleph based on the Apostle in Eoiv. 
in um, in Chafof Zayin, Pesach says, "Kehu yisparach toile eretz al blima, toile eretz al blima." He hangs the world on nothingness, on a, on, on, on nothing, and says the Chazal. It's a play on the words blima, who haboilim piv, somebody who closes his mouth, stops his mouth b'shash meriva, and doesn't talk out at the time of arguments. You really want to test what is a a, a good yid. See how he behaves when under pressure of arguments. If he stands back and keeps quiet, and he doesn't say anything, and things are thundering around him, and he stands back, and he doesn't say anything, then you can see who and what he is. I thought it was a very, very sweet rot. How we react to, um, to, to Machlaikas. Anyway, to continue. A puzzle of the postbook, which I found, was the use of the word selo in the um, in the middle of a mizma. In fact, often selo at the end, sometimes find it in the middle. What does the word selo mean? I'm not sure that I've actually been through this before. But what does selo mean? So I did a bit of research, what does selo mean? So I came up with five different farshim on selo. Um, as I said in school this week at uh, one of the children's seals, they said a lovely dvato, they asked a question, a medrash, and they brought four answers. And I think I actually pointed out that those four answers teach us an incredible lesson. You can never finish learning Torah. The more you learn, the more you question, the more answers there are, and the more you've got. And I turned to, to Rabbi Goldman, who was sitting there, and I said, I learned Chumash Rashi, Rabbi Goldman learns Chumash Rashi. I'm sure you children learn Chumash Rashi, but all at a different level. Everybody's got a different understanding. So there are five different shots in, in Selo. Let's hear what the, what, what the Mephoshim say. Targum and Masudas Tzion understand it to mean forever. The Selo has a connotation of forever, which not quite sure how it was put in here. Evchoncha Amei Meriva, forever. I tested you the Mei Meriva. Maybe it means that there will be forever they... The, the fallout from Mei Meriva, the, the consequences, maybe. Is, is that the cellos just here? Or no, no, all. Or, or, or cellos. Or, or <laughs> So you can take your pick which one fits in. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just going through them. Ibn Ezra explains this as an affirmation of the preceding statements. So I affirm the Tzorok Rosach HaTzorok and Enuchah B'Seisaram, and I confirm that, reaffirm it. Cello. Okay. Um, the Radak says it's a musical instruction for the singers of the Mizmah. It's a what? Yes. A musical instruction. Sing like up, sing down. No, like no, 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 like an instruction. Like might be a pause. Might be. In fact, the Malbim learns, that's number five, the Malbim learns, Always there's a pause, positive, pause here before we go on to the next Pasuk. Stop and think. Stop and uh, that, 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 number, that was number five. I haven't got four yet. Okay. Number five. Number yeah. five was. Uh, I can't. Right, so, 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 so. Right, so the Vedak says that's number three. Um, it's a musical instruction for the singers of the Mizmah. Right. Rav Hirsch, quotes enduring significance. So, again, it would make us think back of what we've said so far. And the Malvin is number five. It is a, sound, a, a, a sign of pause. Take a pause. Again, take the pause maybe for thinking 
uh, retrospectively of what's being said. Um, right. So I found again from Ravon Ben Ramach, which we just quoted, and we quoted also in the last in the last year as well. He says as follows. He says on the pasuk, "Amei Meriva, the remez bezeh." This is "Mei Meriva." The words "Mei Meriva" are remez lechachmus hachitzonis ledeis hanifsodos. Apocalypse minus an unbelieving of Hashem, of not believing, not having a muna, etc. That is indicated in the words "Mei Meriva." Kemoshim Masino is be fine. Shamuna hanemono, the truth, the true and perfect belief in Hakadosh Baruch Hu, nimshelas lemayim chayim, is personified in the words, or nimshelas is given to us in the words mayim chayim, v'hamuna hakriseves and false belief in Hashem, nimshelas lemayim haroim to bad water. K'moshe Omer Yirmiyu Anovi. You forsook me, the, the source of Mayim Chaim. To you out for themselves broken pits for water. That will not hold water. But on Chazal, and Chazal says it's a Mishnah in Pirkei Avos, he just quotes one or two words from the bottom, so we quote the whole Mishnah. Avtalion Oymah, Avtalion says, Chachomim. Be very, very careful the way you speak. Perhaps, one would be deserving of going to exile. You go to a place where there is evil water, in other words, not fully proper emuna. Um, the Talmidim will drink from those wells. The Yamusim, they will die. And you will find that, as for Shalom HaKadosh Baruch's name is Mechulah, is profaned. So, uh, by the way, it's just very interesting, the Gorn says, Chachom Hisaru, K'moshi Nizaru HaToyrah B'Devreha, just as the Torah itself is careful with its words, as the Gemara says in Sanhedrin, Kol Mokram Shepokhu HaMinim, wherever the Minim, the Apokosan, come along and point at verses in the Torah to uphold their false beliefs, Chishu, um, Shuvosom b'tzidom. Hakadosh Baruch Hu in the Torah already answers them. For example, where Hakadosh Baruch Hu says at the beginning of creation, now so Adam b'talmenu, let us make man, let us make man. Immediately says ve'yivurelekim meso Adam b'talma that Hakadosh Baruch Hu created man by himself in his world. And he goes through a whole list of where the Torah could be open to misinterpretation, and the Torah puts in immediately. Okay, um, I heard uh, 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 Agav, but it, 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 it is Kedai to say over. I heard Shia Vard. I, I wasn't thinking of saying this. Okay, I heard a Vard from the Matsho. I had a fine night Vard where he invited uh, about six of us to come and listen when he first became Mashkiach in, in Yeshiva, and he quoted this uh, uh, this pasuk, and he quoted what was on Nasa Adam Talmenu, and Rashi says. It is in order to teach us that Nimla God will be cotton, that a, a, a higher dignitary should lend an ear to the Lord to see what they have to say. You don't have to do what they say, but you've got to, you've got to listen. So HaKadosh Baruch was teaching us this Terech Heretz. And I'm not sure with Mavaya, he said, yeah, he's teaching us this Terech but from this Terech a person can 
become a You said it is kedai for somebody to become an apocalypse, but I need to teach you good mitzvahs. That's how it's mavaya. Kodesh Baruch says the default version of Kal Yisrael is Midas Toivos. If you haven't got Midas Toivos, then never mind the Apocalypse, you can't live as a Yid. But Nasa Odom Talmeinu, a person, it's said straight away the answer. But even the Kemas Odom Talmeinu, there's no problem with it, if you want to know it. But it's Kedai for somebody to go off the rails in order to teach us their Kharat. And it's a very fascinating thought. Uh, yeah, okay, worth saying over. I don't want to tell much of Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, I, mean, I spoke about it on Shabbos. But why it came to mind again? I'm, I spoke about it on Shabbos. You find also a very, 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 very interesting concept in this week's parsha, one of the last week's parsha, that Akharish Parshu didn't allow the the ass of Bilam to live. Why not? Why not? So people shouldn't point to the ass and say, uh-huh, "This is the ass that gave Toichachu to Bilam." Mm-hmm. I'm worried about the, what this Rosh feels like. Why was me? Forget the Manchester Shiva asked him better. So what do you mean? He said, no, it, can you imagine the Kiddush Hashem by leaving it alive? People walk past and say, "Wow, that was created by Shemay Brachas that opened it." Kiddush Hashem. So what's going on? Now, I've said with the same aside. The Torah needs to teach us good middos. Yes, the Lazana Rasha. Although we have got to know the default version of Kali soil is middos Torahs. That is what we're created for. I, once you've got that, it makes a big difference in the way we perceive middays. For instance, take the middle of COVID. It's not a question now, do I have to give somebody else COVID? I do. That is the default. Under certain circumstances, I don't have to. So I've got to ask Shiloh, do I have to in this case? But default is, you give COVID. The default is Midas Tovis, Nimlus God of the Cotton. I, I don't have to listen to him, I do have to listen to him. Now I can ask questions, but the default is I must. And that's a big, big difference from saying, yeah, well, maybe I've got to give COVID. And I think we find that quite a number of times in, in, in total. One another example I gave was, um, was Yaakov Avinu, when Yosef comes from, from Mitzrayim to Goshen. It says that Yaakov Yitzchazik and the Yeshiv Al-Mitzvah, he sat up, but why, says Rashi, my son's a Melech. The default of a Kali Yisrael is to give cover to Malchus. Either it's Yosef, my son, maybe I don't have... Melech's that is what his total demands are about not making questions about Melech's but knowing that is, that is what we are. But that's the schmooze by itself. Okay, right, let's, 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 let's move on. So we, we, we learned that Mishnah, so he's, he's telling us that May Mariva is Mayim Chaim, uh, rather Mayim Chaim is true belief in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Mayim Roim Chas V'Shochlam is Apokosos, and Mayim Riva is an indication of that Apokosos. V'Oymer Sela, and it says the word Sela, Lahoyrois, to teach us, Ki Afal Pi, that even though Shal Shah Averois, Loyla Olam Oriv, from Apostle in Yeshua Novi, I will not quarrel and contend with you forever. Al Zoysa Avela, like Ave Al Midoisai. I will not go back on it. An Avela of false emuna, of disbelief, of Apocalypse, will not go unpardoned. And therefore, he seems to be learning the word Selah, is it will exist forever. For this Avela, there is no, no easy option. You don't do it, and if, if it does happen, chas v'shalom, chas v'shalom, the teshuvah is going to take a long, long time. But Mizzah's is still more important? Well, we learn Mizzah's from where? 
Maybe to admit midsummers are more important than content than. It can be, it can be, it can be. You see, if a yid doesn't live with midas tovus, we're, we're, we're missing a true... I say it's not, not sure for now, but if we, if we don't live with midas tovus, we're, we're cutting out a tremendous part of the Torah kosher. It's what Kodesh HaKosh Baruch wants. So therefore, not in this process necessarily, but in general terms, um, if, you, if the danger of teaching you that, that lesson could turn you away from Kali soil. I have a much show, as always all time. But you've got to learn to live with this. So it doesn't actually fit into this possibility. That was just it was a gather and mix everybody up. Okay, positive test. Shema Ami, Shema Ami, listen my nation, or Idovoch, and I will attest to you, or I will testify against you. Yisrael in Tishmali, Yisrael, if you would listen to me, or would but listen to me. Okay? So there's two meanings of o'ido. The word edus, which is to give testimony, or o'ido hasro, to warn. And we'll see how they play out within the posuk. Firstly, Rashi. Shema Ami. Listen, my people. Achrei. I've done all this for you. I bought you out of Mitzvah, etc. It's good for you to listen to you. It is proper. It is correct. I've, you know, I've gone out of my way for you. And the Ibn Ezra, in fact, uses the word First of all, the person previously talks about the removal of, of the yoke from, from the Pekal Yisrael, Al-Kain who chai of Lishmayali, not, Rashi says Kedai, even as it says, you are obliged to listen to me, and therefore listen carefully. The Redak actually connects it to the next passage, and writes as follows, Sh'im Tishma, if you will listen, Ulai, perhaps, then, and the next passage starts, Ulai, Yeh Bechor, Elzada, we know strange God amongst you. I think that most probably the Bavon Balamach also has that in mind when he talks about Maimariva being Maim Rome and Apocosis. Um she im Tishma Ulai oh no Eli, it must be Eli, sorry, I'm sorry, Ulai. Eli. Is she im Tishma Eli, if you will listen to me, um Velo Yebucha El Zor. There will be no strange God amongst you. Shiloi Tosin Bitchoincha El Bi don't place your trust in anyone other than me. Do not bow down to a strange God. Remember, God who brought you out of Egypt, open your mouth to ask whatever you want. I will fulfill and answer every request. If you will listen, you will not go hungry and you will not go thirsty um, it's an incredible haftacha we listen to our Kodesh Baruch Hu, take on board that he is the God who brought us out of heaven so I am then our Kodesh Baruch Hu gives us his promise that whatever you ask for he will fulfill if you listen to Hashem then he will attest that you will be rewarded for your Amunah Hashem so it's the first meaning of Ido to attest to to give, te- to give witness to the Mitzvah David tells us, If you, Yisrael, listen to me, you will be worthy of being called Yisrael, the Hamadreg of Hashem's people, rather than Yaakov, you will be called Yisrael, and that again attests to the fact of the greatness of Klai Yisrael. 
This thought is detailed by Rabbi Gamliel Rabinovitz in his Sefer Tzivat Elois. And he goes as follows. HaKadosh Baruch Hu made, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives testimony, he attests. The Bnei Yisrael, Bnei Yisrael, Ayideshi Kamehs Mitzvah, through his, their keeping of God's command, Yisku Liyos Amoy V'Nachlos, and there will be his people and his Nachlos, his inheritance, K'may Kain, and similarly, Ayideshi Yishmu L'Koyla V'Yikamehs Mitzvah, if they will listen to his voice and fulfill his mitzvahs, B'Kach, Yisku Lovoy L'Madregish Yisrael, they will come to the Madrig of Yisrael, Shuhu Darga Na'ale B'Yosa, which is a far higher level than just Yaakov. So, in those Mephoshim, or Ido, is our Kodesh Baruch who testifies, attests to the fact of the greatness of Kal Yisrael, attests to the fact you will answer all your tefillahs, attests to the fact that if you believe, everything will go well with you. However, the Vo'ido, in the positive, can also mean to testify against, Eloshim Hasra'ah, to warn, so it could be that if we carry out Hashem's will, then Hashem attests to that we will be rewarded. However, if we do not carry out the will of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, be warned of the punishment that comes your way. So Rav Hirsch um, clarifies this derech of understanding the Posuk in the following way that we should be warned. He says, Shema, this verse and those that follow up to the end of the Mizmar constitute the content of the Eidos which the blast of the Shefer proclaim in our midst on the day of Rosh Hashanah. The Lord speaks to Yisrael as follows, Shema Ami, when I redeem you, I said, I took you as my people, Ami, Li La'om. You are to become a group of men whose affairs all pertain to me and must therefore be subordinated to me. Hence I have the right to demand that you listen to the testimony, Chayev, Kedai, as Rashi and Ebenezer said, said, which I shall give both for you and against you. So it's both. Testament, I'll give both for you, if you do well, and against you, Chasusholim, you don't. Yisrael, Im, Yisrael, the entire course of your history will demonstrate the all-surpassing supremacy of God only if you will bring the influence of His sovereignty to bear upon every aspect of your lives, both as individuals as an, and as a nation. Only if Tishmali, you will you be Yisrael, says HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So, Rav Hirsch puts it all together. Everything we've said so far. It's the same as in Shabbat. Shema, yes, yes, yes. Gishmechem Yeah, 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 yeah. Gishmechem Yeah. I think I actually saw that one on the first one. You'll have to forgive me. I don't know where. It is interesting to note, by the way, um, which I found interesting. Um, Shema Ami Vo'ido Boch. Gematria Boch is half based. It's the 22 letters of the Torah Kadoshah. If we keep Torah Kadoshah, the 22 Vo'ido Boch, I can attest to your greatness. The Boch is the half based thing. The 22 letters of, of, of the alphabet. The Ma'am Loes brings, would appear from Rab Sajagon. Um, in one of the other spoils in the Sefer Mignesh Mahath is brought from somebody else as well the same idea Shema Ami mentioned last week Shema Ami listen to me my people from the word Edyom ornaments so if you will listen to me I will adorn myself um, uh, with you with the, with the ornamentation of Kali Yisrael if you do what you are told yeah, so, um, I mentioned it last week uh, 
Okay, well, um, I, I, I found the following in art school of, to finish with a, a very beautiful bill in, in the Pasuk. Yisrael im tishmali. Um, oh, Yisrael, if you would, but listen to me. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave the Ten Commandments at Har Sinai, Yisrael heard only the first two commandments from the mouth of HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself. They heard HaKadosh Baruch Hu say, I am Hashem, your God, and you shall have no other gods besides me. The Medrash Yishayashirim says that God's commanding voice made such a profound impression on them that the evil inclination was purged from their hearts in its entirety. After hearing these two commandments, however, Israel grew weak. They panicked and refused to listen to God's awesome voice further. They demanded that Moshe become their intermediary and transmit the remaining eight commandments to them. At that point, they ceased to be spellbound by HaKadosh Baruch Hu's holy words and the evil inclination returned to their hearts. Therefore, Hashem says, O Yisrael, if you had listened to me, that means directly to me, there would be no strange God or evil inclination within you. If we would have been able to withstand HaKadosh Baruch Hu's voice at HaSinai, the Yisrael would have been gone forever. And we would never have had Golos, the first base of English, the third base of English, would have been built in Eretzisrael immediately. Moshe Rabbeinu would have taken us in, and everything would have been beautiful ever afterwards. And as it was, the Yetzirah appeared again, and we were in Golos again, and we are this time of the year, when we are waiting the third base of English, and yet Hashem, we shouldn't have to pass this fish above. You see my share to gain the mail. Amen. Thank you again very, very much for coming out. <laughs>